following program is rated NAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the five minute warning. Because because we I forgot, I keep forgetting that people actually download the podcast and listen to this. I gotta read this comment so people yes, understand please. why we're laughing. Please. Oh god. So she's asking one of our other people who made a comment, don't feel bad. My first time having edibles, I got in the truck, cranked it up, and got in the back seat waiting for my driver. Then started crying because I thought they left me at an unknown place. I was in my own yard. <laughs> First of all, if you if, if this happened on your first experience, why was there ever a second? <laughs> why was there ever a second? everything and nothing at all that's everywhere you don't want to be it's Ruben Mo B and on the ones and twos AG the five minute warning what's going on what's going on people how we doing today it's a brand new episode of Five Minute Warning. And once again, my name is Ruben. And you know what? I'm mad at you right now. <laughs> I'm real mad at you, AG. <laughs> hey, hey, man. Back scratcher, baby. You know, I actually, mean, I got to tell you, the story is I never had one. And Lauren bought me a gift of a back scratcher. I promise you, she has never given me anything that's an inanimate object. Better than a back scratcher, I promise you. I appreciate the fact that you said inanimate object. Yes, because she gives me <laughs> stuff that's really good, girl. Hey, man, we need to talk about that. That's Why not? Yes. Because, man, Why not? I, I don't want to hear your extra base. I mean, look, man, just because sometimes we're a little nasty up here, now I mean, we, we don't need to get personally hey, nasty man. up here. I'm married. I can say these things. I no? know you can, but that don't mean I want to hear it. <laughs> at least never, at this moment. I would never do that because moment. I would. my wife would be mortified that I got to pay for that. So, no, that's not going to happen. <laughs> well, I mean, AG's in the house. Hello. Wow, really? Yes. That's what we're doing? That's my, that's my <laughs> best Medea. Hello. <laughs> oh, man. You know, it's crazy out there in the streets. But I need to get something off my chest. Well, two things, actually. Already? Uh, yes. Yes. The first thing is, look, man, I watch wrestling. I'm a big pro wrestling fan. All that. You know, I've gone to live shows. I've gone to pay-per-views. I've, you know, I got Peacock. I had the WWE Network. You know, I refuse to pay for AEW. F that bullshit. Um, so I get it free. Sort of. But, look, man, my goal is... I'm trying not to be sheep ever because I, they're just, you just shouldn't be sheep. You just shouldn't be, you know, cause they're, you know, like it's funny how things happen and you're just like, Oh yeah, that's going to happen. And then you look in the crowd and people are just like, Oh my God. And I'm just like, bro, you like 40. What do you expect that? I mean, I need you to use some sort of 
brain power here, you know, to assume this may happen. Now, once again, I'm a wrestling fan. I I consume probably anywhere from a solid six to ten hours of wrestling a week, you know, and I do my best not to be cheap. But there, there are a couple times that I have been cheap, you know, such as I went to a pay-per-view and like Bray Wyatt came out. His interest is dope um, and stuff like that. And everybody's got their, their little cameras in the air. Hey, man, sometimes you just got to be cheap. Hey, what's going on, Moby? What up, Moby? And, and, and you, sometimes you guys got you got to be cheap, man. And like I tried not to. I feel I feel ninety percent I'm not cheap. Yeah, I watch a little bit of all that, Mocha. I don't watch UK. UK sucks. And they don't, and it's and it's gone, so nobody cares about that. But yo man. There's this guy in AEW named Kenny Omega. Awesome wrestler. His handler, Don Callis, straight up, no chaser. I hate that motherfucker. Like with a passion. If his kids were on fire, I wouldn't pee on him. Like, I can't stand listening to him. Like, I can't stand listening to him. Like, I can't stand listening to Chris Collins' work. And that's some pure hate right there. As Mo B will attest to. He he understands. That Chris Collinsworth hate that I got is real. Am I am I wrong, Mo B? I can attest to that. See? <laughs> I can attest to that. <laughs> that hate is pure real. And I hate this motherfucker like that. And I know he's playing that's when that's when you know they're they're really good in their characters. Like you are. I fucking hate Don Callis. Literally. I'm not saying I would hit him with a car. I would say if someone hit him with a car it is what it is. I feel sad on the inside because that's fucked up. But now nah, I hate that motherfucker man with a passion, and I need to get that one, that first thing off my chest. All right, the second thing I need to get off my chest. Ah, uh, yeah, buddy, Virginia Tech, y'all got your ass beat. Thank you. All right. How much did they lose by? They lost by three, but they shouldn't have <laughs> lost at all. It should have been, should have been a damn blowout. But they can't win in Norfolk. They come to recruit in Norfolk, but they can't win in Norfolk. So. Yeah, and thanks for getting the quarterback who threw like three interceptions against us last year when he played for Marshall. He threw four yes on Friday night. So that's not how you use the transfer portal. Just saying. So that's that's the two things I need to get off my chest immediately. How was y'all week? One bad. All right. What about you, Moby? <laughs> Man, you know. It started, it ended, we good. All right. <laughs> it started, right. it ended, we good. Right to Apple. Georgia. Yo, man, tell us about that six foot seven, two hundred and whatever pound tight end, y'all. Two hundred and thirty-five pound. Dude, that's a huge tight end. Does he really move that well? I think I, I think he, he goes to Florida. Is that Florida State or is that Georgia? It's Georgia. Because Florida State got one too. They got a wide receiver that's like six seven. Georgia's got a lot of um Athletes, behemoths, <laughs> <laughs> behemoths. <laughs> Love that. I mean, you know, Moby's frozen yeah. right now. I think that's him. No, it's, he's frozen. Ah, oh, man, tell your kids to get off. The I was going to say, I think somebody on the internet. 
There he is. Wow. He's unfrozen now. He was looking like Han Solo for a minute. You talking about when he was in that chocolate thing? It wasn't chocolate, bro. Move on. Whatever it is. Move on. Just Just saying. So, so yeah, I I wanted to start off with with that. I need to get that off my chest. You know, go Monarchs. Love it. Love it. College football this past weekend. I mean, it was fairly solid. It went, for the most part, the way I expected. Not too many blowouts. I mean, yeah, not, well, a lot of blowouts. Um... Neither North Carolina nor Appalachia State has a defensive coordinator. They both should have been fired after that game yesterday. Um, yeah, you know, North Carolina won 63 to 61. Yeah, when you give up 61 points, 63 points at your house, at your own house, you need to start looking internally on your defensive coordinator. And vice versa, you might have won, but you gave up 61 points. You gave up 40 points in the fourth quarter. Bro, did your defense coordinator go to the bathroom and get locked in the bathroom taking a severe dump? Because your defense took a severe dump in the fourth quarter. So I'm saying, North Carolina is suspect. That's what it is. Um, yeah. Well, good. I'm glad everybody's having a good day. Well, tomorrow is Labor Day. And if I'm correct, none of us do any labor tomorrow, right? Uh, no. I will not but be doing any labor. Good, Moby. You don't have any labor tomorrow. I work every day, all day, except for fishing that apple. Must oh, you be gotta good. Be, why don't you leave that man apple alone, man? I'm not messing with the apple, man. I was just saying he's gonna mean, fish that dude, apple. The dude drink ice water on the thing every week, and you gonna mess with his apple? For First real? of all, the fact that you assume that's ice water is really impressive. This is a family <laughs> show. It's ice water. <laughs> it's clearly the, water. This, <laughs> no, he this drinks a lot of water. Is, he told you he drinks a lot of water. This show is TVMA. How no, is no, 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 no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. First of all, I got to defend my man, Moby. When he is drinking something that is not water, he tells you to mind your business. As my wife says, Thank you. none you Thank damn. You. <laughs> now, that, that, well, that, it, I just wait, don't wait, ask for, hold on, hold on. That is a Lauren thing. None you damn. So, none of your damn business. When he and says that, that means he's drinking an adult beverage. So, you try to say he can't be dick break, drinking an adult beverage? I didn't ask him what he was drinking. Now you all up in his business. I'm just letting you know. Hey, man, it is what it is. That's <laughs> none of your business, and I appreciate if you stay out of my personal See, affairs. exactly. See? I didn't ask his damn business, but, you know, he's going to assume I'm always up in it. <laughs> Let that oh, man God, live, crazy. man. Man, that, if that dude does something, he lives. <laughs> That's the one damn thing he did. By the way, Moby, your my wife says that you was being nasty when when Winter said Winter's coming, and then I said, "No, nah, he won't be a nasty." Then I edited the show, and you said, "In ninety minutes, she gonna be coming," and I was like, "You nasty." I, look, man. Um, Don't look, man. Me, you nasty. Hey, it's only I a lot. It's only not a lot. Not the truth. Yeah, my wife shaking I, her head. Yeah, he nasty. I didn't make the comment. Hold on, bro. You just sat up here talking about some things that you and your wife be doing. Well, I'm, I'm very about. open with those things. I don't know why you're bringing me into this. I'm I just mean, saying. You can't be like he nasty and you just say he talk nasty. The only one on the on the show that ain't nasty is you. Cause that's because you scared. First, first of all, second of all, you don't know if how nasty sexual I am. relations between a marital couple is considered nasty, then shit, I'm nasty. Exactly. I mean, Ag said nasty. I did not. Oh my god. Let's move on because Ruben is just not. You know. Yeah, hurry up so I can get to some actual nasty. <laughs> I mean, I was assuming you were doing that before. 
Wow. So I'm just I'm I'm looking at the the list. All right, ain't nothing here. All right. Hey, Black Morticia Adams, how you doing? What does that mean? Yeah, what is that? An I elephant don't know what that a, means. Somebody walking, walking elephant. What does that mean? Hell, if I do. Okay, she'll tell us. I she'll mean, let us know. Yeah, that's some new shit. That's that. That's that new millennial shit. Man, you said that's new shit. That could just mean we owe this shit. Truth. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say. Or either that, or that. we never forget, and we walk around a lot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck that means. Yeah, I'm not even gonna attempt to forget what that is. Oh, yeah. Man. So last week we were a little short for time, and we decided to bring back the my five for this week, and it's very simple. My five. So we want to talk about the five best and worst things. A total of five. You can mix it up how you choose. Five best and worst things about flying. You know. So. Um, AG, talk to us. Yes, sir. Getting having to get to the airport two and three hours early is kind of a drag. Yeah, that's some bullshit. Uh, I like taking off. That is my favorite part of a flight. Taking off is because you got that instant rush of speed, and then you're mm. just like not touching the ground anymore. Yo, that's dope. So you just blow your load and be done for a little bit. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it means absolutely nothing. Oh, okay. It's something she posted on Facebook. Okay. All right. I don't um, know how that gets to that, but whatever. Airport food is very mediocre and very bougie prices. Never liked it. Because they got you because you're a captive audience. You're not going anywhere. And I don't mind paying for food, but I mind that it's not that good. I'm That's just fair. saying. Just saying. All right. What else you got? Um... I don't like cancel flights. I ha- I never had a cancel. No, I had to cancel flight twice. I was coming back from Chicago and I needed to get back to work and they canceled a morning flight. This was on a Sunday. I needed to be back to work at five o'clock on a Monday. And I was like, oh, so I had to rent a car and drive. Not fun, but I had to do it. Second time it happened, Lauren and I went to New York, got canceled for weather, had to rush and find a hotel blah 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 blah. I'm so glad the hotel was what it was they really treated us nice they gave us a ride back to the airport Um, but cancel flights are awful and the last one is um, the I'm gonna have next time I travel I'll have a chance to go into the Amex Centurion Lounge those things are awesome so that's gonna be cool so those are my five All right. I know right (laughs) no I just like American Express cards that's all I'm balling Not balling. I mean, you have an American Express card. You're a baller. I was about to say, having an American Express card in itself is considered baller. Is it? Yeah. Huh? I didn't know that. I thought you had to have some money for that. I mean, you got to have some credit for that. Well, yeah, but that's not balling. Anybody can have your credit. Got to work on it. I'm just saying. I mean, you don't have to be rich to have good credit. Wait, wait, wait a minute. If you got to work on it, then anybody can't have it. Well, that's true. Anybody Anybody has the opportunity to have good credit. How about that? You're you're exactly right about that. If you got to work on it, a lot of people won't do it. But anyway, those are my five. All right. Moby, what you got? All right. So, I mean, I don't really fly that often. But, um, one of the things I definitely like about flying is flying at night. I like flying at night. I like seeing the lights in the sky. Um, I get reminiscent of, you know, 
one particular flight that you know i've mentioned on the show before flying over pittsburgh is like mm-hmm. my favorite place to fly over um for various reasons actually just one reason my wife but um so another thing i like which ag you got me all the way effed up when you said the takeoff is your favorite part because <laughs> sir landing is my favorite part that's not bad either because like yo your takeoff could be great if you don't fucking land safely then <laughs> i don't think you enjoyed the flight well I got, I, got, I got a question for you i got a question for you have you ever had um a landing that was like coming out of sheer force winds and been a little sideways oh yeah have you ever had oh, yeah. that happen yes Especially when you go on them little small planes. Yeah. When you're yeah, going from a big city to a small city. So, like I said, landing <laughs> is the best part. I love when he says, sir. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can have a cool ass takeoff, but I bet if that landing ends in an explosion, you didn't enjoy your flight too much. Well, at least I won't be around to be, you know, be upset. How about that? Maybe. I mean, people are surprised. People yeah. have survived plane crashes. Not likely, but you're not wrong. <laughs> but um, another thing I like is people watching at the airport. I don't know what it is about the airport that just brings out the most interesting characteristics of people. Because you just see all different types of people. You see the business people. You see the traveling students. You see the chicks taking that flight home from a, a weekend of shame. Where they got the slippers on and the pajama pants, and, you know. I mean, like you just see, you just see so much. <laughs> the weekend, the <Trash>. shame. <laughs> <sighs> um, but I think the absolute worst thing about flying and just being in the airport in general is the iPhone crackheads. And what I mean by that, y'all, y'all know, somewhere. yeah, you know, you know, all those people that got to be attached to the wall in awkward positions on the floor. They either, well, you can call them iPhone crackheads, come iPhone hippies, because like every time I picture it's always some dude with long hair and some jeans on with some thong sandals. And he's, he's hugged up against the wall looking at his phone. I'm like, dude, nobody's messaging you. Ain't shit important happening right now. Like you could have charged your phone up last night, but no, you chose to wait till you you got your ass here, so everybody knows you're on the phone. Like don't nobody. Like who really wants to communicate with the outside world that much before you get on a plane? Like I, I don't get it. But y'all y'all knew exactly what I was talking about when I said that every, every airport has hundreds of people searching for an outlet hugged up against some wall staring at their phone and you're not that motherfucking important like nobody's trying to get in contact with you like what you watching tiktok videos like who cares like put the phone back in your pocket sit down like a normal adult and you know and enjoy the time where you can say hey i couldn't i couldn't get that text message because i was flying Yo, that's the best part about traveling, having an excuse not to pick up your fucking phone. <laughs> hey, man, uh, I tried to call you. Oh, shit, man. You know, I was flying, man. You know, I was traveling. Well, Moby, oh, I am God. one of those people that's hugged up against the wall, except for some of the airports I've been to has it in the chair, but it's the same thing. And plus, I'm not looking for anybody because I have my partner with me. I'm just playing Sudoku, bro. Just saying. <sighs> But I, I can't not say it. I ain't going to sit here and laugh, and I'm one of them. I mean, I'm one of them, man. 
It's okay. They got you too. Man. Yeah, I know. They got, they and see, too. and I try to make mine look real bougie because I got a battery that's a case. So I'm, I can't, I don't look the part, but I'm still the part. <laughs> it's, it's, they got you too. I know. <laughs> I be having both of my phones inside the bag on airplane mode before we even get on the plane. Oh, hell like, no. You can't play Wordle like that, man. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I don't, I don't, you know, well, I'm, I mean, I'm also not like attached to social media or anything like that. So I guess maybe it's different for me. All right. Uh, Moby is interesting about planes. Um, so I guess my five. Yo, man, look. When it's all said and done, maybe it's my problem. I'm a fairly big guy. Those seats are not, unless you're in first class, ain't worth it, man. Not if it's coming out of my pocket. It ain't worth it. You know? Um, so, that's... I don't like that part. Um, you know, as far as the phone thing goes, I listen to music, man. I put my headphones in. I put... I, I've downloaded my Spotify on my device. So, I will have something to listen to on my plane flight. I might read a book. I might play Solitaire. But one thing I'm not doing is plugging my phone to a wall because I know my phone's got enough battery power to make it to where I'm going. And you know what? If it don't, they have this thing called a portable charger. And I have no problem hooking that up in there. But hey, I understand what you mean. You know, the iPhone people, the Android people, whatever. The greatest people are the ones who pull out the laptops. And like they, they pretend to do something. I mean, if you pull out a laptop, I can at least assume maybe you're doing some business stuff. But when you have your phone, I just assume you out here faking the phone. Like, you, like you ain't, you ain't nobody. Like, ain't no, ain't, ain't, ain't nobody trying to holler. You ain't nobody. Come on, man. I'm somebody. That's what my mama okay. said. I mean, my look, mama you, said I was special. Yeah. And you kind. You special to her. Smart. I mean, I mean look. <laughs> We all went to school, and there was a whole bunch of special kids there. So, like, I mean, saying special doesn't always have a positive connotation. Hey, man, I was like one, one, <laughs> I was one zero away from short bus, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, you know, the last flight I was on, we had some turbulence. And next thing you know, I hear some woman, ah! I'm like, bitch, like, what? Turbulence doesn't bother me anymore, man. It's almost kind of exciting. I'm I'm glad you're a professional um, flyer. Like you know, I'm not. It's some, just some people, you know, get shook up by that turbulence, man. That feeling of not being in control. But see, that's the whole thing. I realize I'm not in control. I realize I'm not in control once I once I get on the plane. It ain't shit I can do other than make myself look like a complete idiot and get kicked off the plane or get duct taped to a plane or whatever. You know. So why do all that shit? Mm, I want to get to where I'm going. You know, unlike these other people, especially what we're going to talk about later. I mean, especially, man, them flights are hella expensive. Why are you going to go act an ass on a flight that costs you $500? Yo, you saying that lady screaming just reminds me of some joke I heard, man, about somebody on a plane. Said they ran the turbulence and some lady said, if the engine blows, how far do you think we'll make it? And he said, probably right to the scene of the crash. That's jacked up. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome right she probably gave him the look like I'm about to kill your ass right here. 
Like, right here, just give me a. I mean, that was a dumb question, man. <laughs> I mean, just like, it'd be dumb when people be yelling and, ah, shut the fuck up. I mean, really, go to sleep. Um, I do like overnight flights. Like, red eyes. They must be fun. Bro, they are very fun because uh, I wait, I'm asleep today, get in the air. They turn the lights out, can't Christmas, bro. I'm out. You know, and if it's I always hard for me place, to sleep on a plane, man. Look, man. If I if my eyes open up and I'm still in the plane and I get to walk out, life is beautiful. If not, I won't ever know. So, I don't know why it's so hard for me to sleep on a plane, man. I think some it's a combination of leg room, pressure, and not trusting people. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, <laughs> <laughs> if you're not trusting people, your ass should be driving. That's a lot, man. <laughs> but I do agree about the the leg room because I'm short and I it's it's Bruh. it's a little it's tight. Bro, like there's no coach or regular class flight built for anybody above five ten. Absolutely. Or wider than and five ten is pushing it. I mean, like I don't have to use the extender anymore, so I'm pretty happy about that. But yeah, if you got to use the extender. You might as well just get two seats. I want to address this um, Black Morticia Adams comment. Like, edibles might um, make you smile and, and be calm. I have seen edibles go the other direction for some oh, yeah, people. Oh, yeah, fucking really? Yeah, man. Some some people <laughs> that I live with, I mean, some people can't <laughs> do edibles, man. Wow. It, just it just ain't for everybody, man. Like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, cuddle time for you, my friend. Hey, man, look, she knows. She'll she'll be the first to tell you. Like she said, she'll be the up. first to tell she you. She said, "Shut up." Edibles ain't for her, man. <laughs> hey, I'm about to put it all the way out there. So, one time there was a particular thing about edibles that happened when I wasn't here, and I got a phone call because apparently something on TV had like an explosion or fire, and she was asking me was she in hell she called me and was asking me was she in hell because she saw fire on the tv man i had to talk to her until i got back home man so i was just like yo never never again should you ever do anything (laughs) with edibles and then she went and did it again i'm just like yo at at some point in time personal responsibility is gonna have to come into play and i'm just gonna like you're just gonna be out by yourself like am i in hell But she's talking to you, but she's wondering if she's in hell. So, because you know, AG, that's a very good point. Because I'm just like, yo, so you, so the first person you thought about calling, why you thought you was in hell was me, like, like, and well, you got and long then, distance like that, and, and, then, and then you asking me as if like I'm the resident expert on hell, <laughs> like, hey, can you describe it? Um, <laughs> how, what you near? Like, <laughs> how do you Bro, really know you're not in the matrix? Stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> Because you don't know. You don't know. You know how I know I'm not in the Matrix? I don't care. (laughs) Well, (laughs) he's not wrong. Uh, Oh, that's funny. Oh, man, that's funny. I mean, this is is a public surgeon announcement. Drugs are not for everybody. (laughs) It just ain't, man. Like, it it. just ain't. I I know drugs ain't for me, so I don't do that. But you got to realize, like Moby said, Personal responsibility does come into play sometimes. And you got to realize, nah, this shit ain't for me. I mean, you know, personally, <laughs> myself, I, I like to be drug free, alcohol free. Like, I like to be 100% sober all the time. <laughs> As he drinks. <laughs> As he drinks his water. 
Water, uh, H2O. Yeah. I mean, you know, oh, just man. like I you, know. You got to put the comment from Black Morticia Adams on there. That's hilarious, bro. I mean. She was in her own yard. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Hold on. No. Because because we, I forgot, I keep forgetting that people actually download the podcast and listen to this. I got to read this comment so people yes, understand please. why we're laughing. Please. Oh, God. So... She's asking one of our other people who made a comment, don't feel bad. My first time having edibles, I got in the truck, cranked it up, and got in the back seat waiting for my driver. Then started crying because I thought they left me at an unknown place. I was in my own yard. <laughs> first of all, if, you, if, if this happened on your first experience, why was there ever a second? <laughs> why was there ever a second? I remember a friend of mine, he said the first time he took LSD, he didn't think anything was happening. So he went to McDonald's with some friends and um, they went and got their food and sat down. (laughs) He said the people, the person next to him was eating, had a cheeseburger they were getting ready to eat. And the cheeseburger melted, dripped on the floor and became a cheeseburger again. And then it melted and then went back up to the table as a liquid and then became another, became the same cheeseburger. I promise you that's what he said. First of all, the question is, why are you doing LSD? That's what people do. I mean, mean, what were we just talking about? (laughs) We were just talking about bad trips, man. I mean, God, man. I See, I can't, I can't, I won't, uh, I haven't been drunk in years. Like, there's a purpose for me not being drunk in years. I have this mad fear of being completely out of control. Because the fact is, I really don't know what I'm capable of when I'm at not in control. There's a, that is a pure fear of, yeah, Ruby, you might do some dumbass shit. And, and not I'd rather remember. not do dumbass. And, and no, not remember. And, no, and remember. Oh, or and worse, remember. Or worse. I wake up in the middle of that shit and I don't got choices. Yeah. I'm halfway through it and I got a fish. Nah, bro, that's not that's not the move. Nah, that's not the move, man. I mean, I just can't. I mean, <laughs> cute as Chappelle still being drunk around white people. Yeah. Yeah, Moco Cowboy, that shit. Nah, bro. I can't do it. I mean, I think I stopped being real drunk around like 34. Like, wow. just completely completely wasted i have never been drunk before Ooh, you don't want that i know i don't that's why i've never been drunk before i mean you know i went through a period where me and alcohol were cool i wasn't like an alcoholic but we were cool i mean you know every other every weekend or so you know but yeah man it's mm. damn white walkers got me (laughs) oh she's streaming uh streaming uh uh game of thrones Man, in my house, there is like something streaming in every room. Yeah. At all times. <laughs> at all times. Like, no, nah, literally, one time I, I logged in, like last week, I logged into like my gateway to see like all the stuff that streamed. There were nine different things active on my Wi Fi. Wow. 
there's only four people. There was only four people in the house. Well, everybody, got, everybody got two devices that's on. <laughs> on and TV. And, and I wasn't doing anything. Well, somebody got, maybe it's three or four devices per person in your house. <laughs> I mean, but you also got to remember, Moby, there's five people, including yourself, in your house. Once again, he I wasn't said there were anything. four people. I wasn't on anything. Right. So between four people, there were nine things cranking. Well, actually, that's not true because if you log on, then officially you are on. Hold on. No, no, lo- no. I was looking at my gateway. I wasn't. I was literally on the um, the computer looking through my gateway that was hardwired in. Oh, so it wasn't oh, Wi-Fi. Okay, okay. <laughs> so hold on, hold on. So you ate a bad. Co- you ate an old ass cookie, and you thought it was done. It's called fermentation, yo. That shit probably got stronger. Come on, man. You can't. Uh, when she mo- asked, she said, she said she, if God get her through it, she won't gonna do it no more. I mean, <laughs> how, 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 how many how many alcohols have you heard give that porcelain wow, prayer before? That's cold. That that's porcelain cold. prayer. That's cold, bro. Lord, I swear, I ain't never gonna do this shit again. If you just if you let me survive this one night, I promise. And then and then the next weekend, we getting fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> shot, 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 shot. <laughs> oh my god, man. Yo, let's yeah. Yeah, that's just say no t- to drugs, kids. Ten, that's ten months, man. No. Uh, you had some shit for ten months and then you and then you ate it. Like I and, okay. and didn't they have a shelf life? Didn't offer me shit. <laughs> It, that's no, what you're no, saying no, about no, all this? Is that what you're saying? Notice, notice all these stories. I ain't included in none of them. <laughs> hey, man, she's trying to roll by herself. Something. Oh, wow. So, all right. That's, you know, that's that trip down some people's memory lane and other people's horror lane. Um. So, let's go ahead and into some stuff here. So, uh, oh shit! Yeah, we do got other stuff to go. Yeah, over. we got stuff to talk about. Uh, so it's real news. This is a segment where I actually talk about some real shit that happened, and we're not really joking about it, even though we end up laughing at it because it's whatever. But this is some real like shit that's going on in the world. I thought all the stuff we did was that's actually what I was thinking myself. News. I was like, well, no, but that stuff that stuff's real too. But that's meant to be like funny. This is like real shit that shouldn't be funny. But it's gonna be funny after we talk. Hold about on. It. So you mean to tell me Bigfoot researchers was meant to be funny? Yo, that I was thought, hilarious. I thought, that's all. I thought we, I thought we were tackling the hard hitting issues of North Carolina, man. <laughs> <laughs> so first of all, before I continue, um, have have you seen the movie That Awkward Moment? No. No. Okay. First of all, you should. It's got Zac Efron. It's got Michael B. Jordan, and it's got um. Damn it! What's that dude? The dude who played um, Reed Richards in the new, the newest Fantastic Four movie, the young kid. He's been in a lot of shit. Oh, Miles Teller. Miles Teller, yeah. And it's basically three dudes living in New York. You know, they all have separate lives, but they best friends all that shit. Wait, a minute, was that the one where they uh, one one of them gave him Viagra before they went out? I think so. I think it's yeah, because they were all they were all like laying over the toilet to pee because they couldn't. They're, yeah. They're rect- okay, yeah. I've seen parts of that movie. <laughs> Which is, first of all, that movie's funny as shit, and yes, it's more of a comedy rom com, but that shit's funny as hell. But you know how cool you got to be with your people, where you just walk into their house and you open their bedroom door, and like he is banging this chick. 
like in doggy style and y'all have a complete conversation while like he is still mounted inside of her in do- on doggy style like how, like I don't know if I'm cool is that rhetorical no that a rhetorical question <laughs> I will never I will never be that cool with anybody and there is not a person like, walking the earth that I'll ever be that cool with clearly she was like whatever because she was kind of just like I mean I really can't do anything right here because my first question is like why are you in the room like yo like I can't even imagine that so I'm sorry okay so I can tell you how you can be that cool with somebody <laughs> I mean, for getting book bags, is that going to count? <laughs> I mean, nah, like... And the lights were on. It was like yeah, during the day. Un- unfortunately, I have been um, thrust in some awkward situations like that I see before. what you did there. I was... <laughs> <laughs> That's the second time he's done that, because he didn't know what he was saying until you said it. <laughs> he said thrust. <laughs> See what you did there. That was pretty good. <laughs> Can you say it's pretty good when he didn't mean to do it? I mean, or was he man. just that good? I'm, I'm, even his mistakes. <laughs> <are awesome. laughs> the, the sad part about it is I don't know if he meant to do it or not. But it's no, nah, man. Really that, that that was completely unintentional. <laughs> sure it wasn't. I mean, you pointed it out, not me. I mean, but yeah. So I like, I, I I've been um put in a situation like that before and the most awkward part about it is when everybody else is cool because you don't know how to react i can i got i I got invited into a room so i I knocked on the door he was like yo come on in i came in i'm like and he was like yo what's up and i'm like (laughs) the the inappropriate answer is your piece I'm just saying. The, 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 I mean, the inappropriate answer is you right now, and I'm wondering why I'm here too. And, and like, and she talked to me too. Same thing happened. And right? I'm just, I'm just like, you know what, man? I'm leaving. I'm, I'm, I'm gone. Like this, this ain't for me. Well, yeah. I mean, cause yeah, man. Like honestly, you walk in. Oh, it's, it's a. Oh my bad. I didn't know y'all doing stuff. Even though she's yelling and screaming and whatnot. You know, you might think he's like beating her up, whatever. But oh, that's you funny. Know, you walk in, Black Morticia yeah, Adams is like, "You, what's up, her, this ass?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The funny thing about that—that's almost kind of how she was acting. She she basically said, "Oh, you ain't never seen two people fucking before," and I was like, uh, "Not in this place yeah. of residence before." No, I haven't. This, Most you know, women scurry away. Not something I've been privy to. <laughs> yeah. That means you could care all of less about what happens but i digress so so yeah it's funny we talk not funny we talk about planes but the first article a passenger who launched into a homophobic and racist rant on an american flight got fired after boasting about where he worked literally this dude got kicked off a plane and then he just went into i'm better than all of you mode and started talking, blah, 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 and was like, I work for Glasgow Smith & Klein. You know, F all you bleep, bleep, bleeps, whatever. You know, you know, basically, you know, he's a chemical engineer. So he basically told everybody where they could, where they could take it. So um, Glasgow Smith & Klein fired his ass because, of course, somebody recorded it, and, of course, it goes on Twitter, and, you know, it goes viral. So they found out about it. Yeah, you're done. And 
it was really he said he was a little intoxicated yeah um he had to leave the plane for plane for acting inappropriately towards a woman in the seat next to him he repeatedly called passengers fuckers which is funny because i'm reading this off like ap shit and they actually say the word fuckers usually they kind of put asterisks and shit but they didn't um while asking a flight attendant why he was getting off getting kicked off the plane because oh if he was getting kicked off the plane because he was racist and he said quote obviously i'm a white male that picked a black bag because i'm racist it's a better bag than most of y'all can afford and he used a highly offensive racist slur about 20 times before they began filming so like he was already dropping m-bombs for real and you know he said where he worked was one of the best fucking companies in the world and one of the best fucking companies in the world fired his ass when he got home they conducted an investigation aka this twitter post <laughs> this tweet and he's no longer employed he does personal behavior was reprehensible and does not reflect our company culture and then they talked about diversity equity inclusion and blah 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 so yeah man i mean any, anybody <laughs> wonder if that dude has some edibles that was, <laughs> that was funny ah it's great out there ag any comments I don't agree that the company isn't like that. They're gonna be at the clan meeting, but you can't you can't represent me. You, you gotta go. But I'm gonna see you at the clan meeting. All right, Moby. It was a bad flex, man. You, you know, you, you can't flex like that. You can't flex on behalf of other people. When you start throwing your company's name in, you flexing for them. And yeah, you he can't says. do that. Like if you own the company, you flex as much as you want. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but if you work for somebody, yeah, not to move. Nope. Not to move. Uh, next article. Texas governor says rape victims can prevent pregnancy by taking Plan B. <sighs> that is so much to unpack. That is the most contradictory statement I've ever heard. He said that rape victims in the state can prevent pregnancies by using emergency contraceptive pills such as Plan B. But that's abortion. He said that. That's abortion. I mean, technically, I guess he's saying because the egg doesn't come, you know what I'm saying? No, 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 no. If you're in Texas, that's abortion. I ain't nicknaming that. Because actually they mention those kinds of drugs by name. I'm just going by what this dude says. And I'm telling you. (laughs) Because the trigger law went into effect. Uh (laughs) I can't can't wait to hear what he says. He's already (laughs) breathing hard. (laughs) Uh, So... By accessing healthcare immediately, they can get the Plan B pill that can prevent a pregnancy from occurring in the first place. And then they explain that Plan B is a oral contraceptive taken 72 hours of unprotected sex or a contraceptive accident to prevent pregnancy, according to the product's website. So you're going to do it all prevents, that before you get raped, man? Yeah, it prevents the egg. No, it's after you get raped. That's I'm, what you're Okay. That pill prevents the egg from being released from the ovary to prohibit fertilization. Um, yeah. And let me see. And reporting a rape to law enforcement will ensure that the rapist will be arrested and prosecuted. However, very few rape cases result in an arrest. While there were 13,000 reported rapes in Texas in 2020, there were only 1,820 arrests for rape. Yeah, this dude's terrible. And Mo B, man, let's go. 
<laughs> I mean, first of all, like, so the first thing a rape victim is supposed to be thinking about is going to get a plan B. Like, let's just throw that out there. Like, that's what he's saying. So, but I, I apologize for the vulgarity of the next statement. But man, go tell Greg Abbott to go eat a bag of dicks choke on it vomit that shit in ted cruz's mouth and and <laughs> drown both of them hey man fuck those guys man <laughs> does, does, he have to, does he have to eat the whole bag hell yeah oh, man ev- every available penis shoved in that motherfucker's mouth man i hate i hate saying i hate people like that, that especially people that i don't know but greg abbott and and Ted Cruz are like they're the worst they're literally the worst of what our country has to offer like I would hope that anyone from another country would never have to hear anything that those motherfuckers ever say in life to represent what the rest of the country actually thinks because they're they're just terrible fucking human beings Anybody who makes some of the asinine statements that they make are just terrible human beings. And the fact that they've been allowed to procreate themselves is should be the biggest proponent for why abortion should happen. Uh, it's like, hey, why do you believe in abortion? Because Greg Abbott exists. And maybe if his mom would have had that available to her, we would all be better. It's too hot for me, AG. I'm gonna let you keep going. I mean, I already told you. I mean, it's like I said before, to have those people telling a woman that's been that's been raped that you can't have an abortion, but so I can't so I don't have to talk about rape, you can go ahead and have an abortion because some of the pills that you have to take to make me feel comfortable are on the list of the things you're not supposed to take because abortion is illegal in the state. Make up your fucking mind. I mean, the fact that I know the name of the governor of Texas so so readily, and I'm not really into politics like that. I barely know my own fucking governor. Did I even say his name? No, I know his no, fucking he, he name. Knows, that's what he's saying. He <laughs> knows his name. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't even remember saying Abbott's name. To him, you don't have like... to. He already knows. <laughs> uh, the 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 interesting thing about this article. There's another article right beside it that um, I did not click on. Says Republican defends South Carolina abortion pill and says 10-year-old rape by dad could get a plan B at Walmart. And I looked at that and I almost clicked up. I was like, I can't do too stupid in a day. But, but you know, m- much like Black Morticia Adams said, like, so is the rapist going to leave the money? It's the third, third, never said, ah! <laughs> <laughs> that is so awesome. <laughs> Basket. Oh, <laughs> uh, probably, probably one of the greatest set of the Boondocks episodes ever. Anything Doug Nipson's in is worth watching. I'm, I mean, funny. It, it just it, it just really upsets me that it, it instead of giving women's rights, we're we're seeking to control it, and then this is this is still targeting impoverished women because. Once again, you can't go to Walmart or anywhere to get a plan B for free. 
you can't you can't get on that hey i got raped can i get that plan b for free plan i don't i don't think that i don't think that's available and then like 50 dollars or something right they're not cheap it doesn't matter if it costs ten dollars if you ain't got it you ain't got it and then first of all why should you have to pay for being a fucking victim that's very true preach ah which segues way into this one about being victims Marjorie Taylor Greene said Biden's speech condemning MAGA Republicans was was quote a dog whistle of violence unquote against her this bitch said dog whistle I lost my mind I lost my mind when I saw that I was like hold on as much as AG and Moby more so talk about dog whistling on this show she had to nerve and then she said it's the dog violence against her not all the other white women in the world no they're all picking on her and I'm like well I'm glad you're feeling some, some fire but you know she said that you know she's but Biden is targeting her after delivering a speech on condemning MAGA ideology. Not that there are other people in the Senate, in the House that, you know, are about this. Biden's targeting her. I mean, I don't think I need to go even further in this argument. I'm not going to dignify with an answer. It's stupid as hell. So, Alright, so <sighs> I'm going to save you for last movie on this one. AG, Marjorie Taylor Greene, eat a bag of dicks or? Well, I'm not going to say anything. It's stupid. Because, I mean, the I can, okay, I, I take that back. I'm going to say something. I always knew they were pussies because everything is cool when you spewing that, that poison and that vitriol to people. And it's cool when you get a chance to say what you want to say with nobody able to respond, especially like if you have a platform like Marjorie Taylor Greene does. But it's so funny when somebody else say the same thing that you just said and really telling the truth and much more accurate. You get your panties in a bunch like you a bitch. I'm like, didn't you tell the rest of the country to get over it? Didn't you? Now, I heard what Biden said. I heard everything that Biden said. And do you feel targeted? I get why you feel targeted, because he said not all Republicans. It's just a handful of y'all. And he meant you. You, Holly. Let's keep So, going. I mean, if, if that was a dog whistle, that wasn't... No, nah, see, you don't even know what a dog whistle is. He told you straight up and down what the problem was. A dog whistle is much more covert. So... Y'all just—I mean, I can deal with somebody that's not a punk, man. But I can't deal with nobody that's look a little bitch. If you can't take somebody responding to you, then shut the fuck up. Period. <laughs> U.S. stops South Carolina. <laughs> Both go cowboy with the whip. Migrate north, man. Slowly, slowly migrate north. Bo B, what's 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 up, man? What's up? I mean. It's kind of funny, but honestly, man, like the MAGA Republicans are just literally what bullies are. Bullies go after the easy target. And, and 
this ain't shade to Biden. But he's kind of an easy target for them to go after because, you know, she can say that he's trying to attack me and Biden ain't going to come out and say no real rash, harsh things back to them. Because I heard what Biden said, too. And if that's singling you out and dog whistling for violence, that's the softest damn dog whistle ever. (laughs) I mean, because he was saying how he works with some of the Republicans and most of them are, you know, don't really believe in the MAGA views. It's just a few MAGA people holding them hostage. Like, that's the softest singling out ever. Yeah, he said MAGA forces are determined to take this country backwards, backwards to an America where there's no right to choose, no right to privacy, no right to contraception, no right to marry who you love. They promote authoritarian leaders and fan the flames of political violence. And with that being said, we all remember when um, Trump was even asked, when he even made a statement saying, if I could be addicted, something to the effect of a, about being a dictator to the United States, he would do it because he said he liked the way China did their shit. And it was just like, bro <laughs> if that's not a threat to democracy democracy i don't know what it is they don't want democracy they no, they, they, ne- they never have <laughs> well some people never no have. no the maga republicans oh yeah the, yeah, the people the, yeah. the people who are on and down for that camp are people who've never truly wanted democracy they only wanted democracy when there was an illusion that everybody thought the way they did Yep. that way they would feel like they part of a cool club but now you know now they feel marginalized because they feel like they're the minority when they're really not that much of a minority I mean over 70 million people voted for Trump so I mean not saying all of them are MAGA Republicans but all apparently they didn't have that much of a problem with them they voted for them. Yeah. And and that's not a dog whistle I mean a dog whistle would be much more subtle than that like i'm with, with, with ag he's pretty direct that's not what a dog whistle is but then again when you're the one that's always blowing the whistle but you've never heard how it actually sounds i mean shit i mean maybe maybe she thinks that's what a dog whistle sounds like i mean i figured since she's a bitch she would know how the dog whistle sounds but i mean that was good <laughs> <laughs> he thought about that one for a second not very long though. He's pretty good. <laughs> he he made sure to have the emphasis on. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all that real news we talking about today. Ag, what you got for us, bro? Actually, it's just an extension of what Moby was just saying. Um, people on the right that support extremists, they have this illusion that this person that they're they're supporting can do really bad things and still protect democracy that is the i don't know why people feel that way but news flash hitler did the same thing there was no democracy it's not built that way you have a handful of people that have an agenda you are a pawn They are using you to promote their own agenda. Once they are done with you, you'll be discarded with the rest of us. You're really not that much better than the people of color that they're trying to keep down. You can't separate the two. You can't be evil and then all of a sudden not be evil. 
you can't like Moby said it like a few episodes ago you can't be a thug and then he gonna just love me right no he's a thug all the time so just this is just me making a statement from an observation if you think that you can support an extremist because he sounds like you and then all of a sudden when you know push comes to shove he's gonna protect you you're high it doesn't work that way they will destroy democracy to get what they want they don't care about democracy they care about what they want and there's a difference so just to let y'all tap dancing fools know that this is actually what's going on and the way you think is stupid is going to cost you and it's really costing you now you just don't know it yet so that's the rise and shine don't be eating a bad edible <laughs> really alright Mo B what you got for us tonight bro alright man so tell me I'm wrong no good we're over <laughs> <laughs> I like that because we're going to lose it <laughs> All right, no, up? no. So th- this is actually going to be fairly you know, succinct to the point, but um, life is art, and art is better with diversity. And and I say that to you know go back to a topic that I talk about a lot, which is music. Um, I've realized that lately I've started to enjoy the art of music a little bit more lately because I'm learning that diversity in the music is what makes it better um, and I say that as Ruben gives me side eye a lot when I listen to certain music and he's like why do you listen to certain things and I listen intentionally sometimes to things the stuff I don't like um not because I'm trying to make myself like it because I'm trying to see where music is going and then it helps me appreciate the stuff I like more um R&B as a platform right now in my opinion mainstream R&B is dead and the reason it's dead is because there's no diversity everybody's basically trying to be as risque as possible Um, everything is all about sex and very little about actual love now if we go back to the last few golden eras of R&B music I'll say the 90s for male groups the 90s for male groups is kind of considered a golden age of R&B music well Jodeci is only big because Boys to Men existed because there was different sides of the coin you had your clean r&b that you could play around your parents and then you know when it was late night and you was trying to get it on you put that to get freaky with you sorry that was still but you know close enough you know same same, but that's what i'm saying there was there was diversity (laughs) i don't know about that kind of diversity but i guess everybody's got but no no because h-town was straight talking about sex especially at christmas and then you'd have a you know a group like High Five basically saying you know the kissing game like there's diversity in it even in even in hip hop it was better when there was diversity there was once a tour that featured Fresh Prince Kid and Play and NWA they they toured together because you could appreciate it because you had your your party feel good music that you could play at the cookout around your fam. 
And then you had the shit where you closed your door and, you know, you were saying, fuck the police. Like, it, diversity. It was, it was easy to get insurance. Well, yeah. It was much, I'm sure it was. Like, you know, <laughs> if you say NWA's coming, they're like, whoa, if you say, hey, but Will Smith and Kid and Play are going to be there. It's like, oh, okay, come on. We like those guys. They make funny movies. <laughs> ha ha. They make people happy in death. Now, now yeah. that was a dog whistle. <laughs> but it's, it's true. It's very true. <laughs> so it was a dog whistle. Just saying that that's subtlety. I mean, so the problem that we have in life right now, and, and this is to tell me I'm wrong. The problem that we have in life right now is is we're so concerned with who's right that we're not appreciating the diversity like as much as i've disagreed with republicans views in the past there have also been republican views that i've totally agreed with uh, and as much as i've agreed with some democratic views i will also say there have been some democratic policies in the last 20 years that have done more to hurt black and brown people than anything the republicans ever fucking did yep yep so the fact that we don't appreciate the diversity in life or art anymore is the reason we're so divided. It ain't got nothing to do with us being more different or us having the you know disagreements. We've always had disagreements, but we, we used to appreciate diversity or at least listen to diversity. And now we just want to be right in life and in music. Mainstream music selling the same thing because they just don't want to be wrong. Hmm. No, don't agree. I think I think for me, when I hear this, I'm like, the reason why we are in a place, and yeah, I do agree with the part where you said that, you know, the place we are, people just want to be right. I, I agree with that. But when I do a little bit of history and I'm thinking about it, it's like, the only reason to me the, uh, the big reason why we're here is because one group has been right regardless for entirely too long so then you have other groups that have fought hard to get to a point to where they even have a voice and all they care about is what they're saying now that does get to a point where they're wrong too but when you've been catching hell for hundreds of years yeah, you're not trying to hear nobody but you. And you're not trying to ride with somebody that's not down with you. And, and, it's, and you just, know, it's just you, that black you, and white. You kind of made my point for me when I was talking about like music. Like, mainstream, well, the division, the reason I'm going back to music because it's an easy comparison for me. But we've always wanted to just be heard. Like, minorities have always wanted to just be heard. We've always wanted to just have a voice and power. Or power of our own voice. Well, musically, we used to get that. Even even if we had to work for it, even if it was in small doses. But after a while, just like you said, it wasn't necessarily about saying anything. Now it's just about being heard. So you have one end that's just screaming because they want to be heard. They're not necessarily saying shit anymore, but they're just trying to be heard. Like, I think there's a lot of what they call leftists the 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 liberal democrats some of them ain't saying shit that makes sense 
they're just saying stuff like the AOCs. As much as I agree with some stuff she says, sometimes I'm thinking she you're just yelling out shit because you just want to be yelling out shit. Like some of the stuff you 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 want, is it feasible? Is it realistic? And will never be attainable, but you're yelling it because you want to be heard, even if what you're saying lacks substance. And the people on the right have always done that. So I mean, to be honest, yeah, the people on the right, like you said, have always been heard been right and never wanted to be wrong so now you just got two people screaming at each other who will never acknowledge that they're wrong don't really have a desire to necessarily be right they just want to be heard more and nothing's getting done it's just screaming sure every time i turn on cnn it's just screaming (laughs) i understand that like i said before (laughs) for me when you've been in charge this long you don't have to hear anything that you don't want to hear, even now. And then you're talking about the nuance of everything that somebody's trying to tell you. And then you 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 really can't understand that. I mean, we, from a music standpoint, the thing I think about is in the day when we were saying stuff, no matter what the subject matter was, we couldn't even get our black faces on the cover of the record. Yeah. So I'm like, you have to do some history when when you talk about something in the present not being unreasonable like a friend of mine is a teacher and he was telling me that she was telling him that in in a Chesapeake or you know local to me but in Chesapeake Virginia uh, school systems that they won't be allowed to say pronouns like he and she basically you got them and so that's the law now now, is that unreasonable? I think it's unreasonable. But before I really go down that rabbit hole about being unreasonable, I have to think about what it was like all these years prior. This didn't happen overnight. This happened because hurt people hurt people. And this is the result. So again, like I said before, if we're talking about music, I mean, Miles Davis had to like go upstairs to management and say, look, you're not going to put no white faces on this black record. The idea that he had to fight for that is ridiculous, but that's where we're coming from. So, is everything that black people are doing unreasonable now? Eh, no, maybe not. No. So that's why I said I kind of disagree because it's like it's a it's a lot of looking backwards so you can take a step forward, and a lot of people don't want to look backwards because looking backwards and really taking stock hurts. No one wants to go through that pain. Everybody wants to stay fat and comfortable. And if you've been in charge, you really enjoy staying fat and comfortable. So nobody wants to go through pain. I think people don't like looking back. People think somebody's going to have to take responsibility. Well, that's painful. <laughs> uh, it's painful. Think- Taking responsibility is painful. Yeah. When somebody's telling you telling you that you've been an asshole for 500 years, that's painful. So I'm just yeah. letting you know. I guess, I guess that's when white people say we're attacking their whiteness. Exactly. To them, it's like, no, I mean, if you've been running around thinking that you're good and you're just, and then all of a sudden somebody tells you that you're not, and here are the receipts, you're not trying to get nobody their money back. You talking about we don't have you in the system and keep it pushing because you don't want to deal with what you've done, especially if it's not you personally, but you don't want to deal with it. It, it is painful. It is painful to look back. How painful is it when you lose a football game 
on that Sunday or Monday having to look at film and how bad you were. Even though that will let you get better. That will allow you to take steps to be better. No one likes watching film. No one likes getting their ass handed to them by the coach. And you know the coach is right because you're looking right at the film. The film doesn't lie. So again, just saying. Well, I always looked awesome on film, so it didn't matter. Really? So. Really? And, and if I ever didn't look bad, I don't remember. You know what? See, there you go. <laughs> there it is. That's that white I, I don't. I don't recall. Yeah, and the I older I get, the better I was. It, so. You know what? <laughs> By the right. time I'm 60, I was All-American when I played. <laughs> wow. I All was right. one foot injury away from the league. Is that right? <laughs> I mean, when I'm 60, that's probably how I'm going to tell the story. I almost got that bag, y'all. Almost. With my toe. Damn, that's right. a reflux, man. Got me. All right. Well, good stuff. Thank you. Thank you, Moby. Appreciate you. Uh, you know, I don't... I guess my yeah, thing is... The moral of the story is, man, you got to start listening a little bit more future. You got to start listening to some 21 Savage. Um, I need... <laughs> you got to diversify your bonds, man. I think my bonds are diversified <laughs> enough. Thank you. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean... All right. Good stuff. So, AD, what's on your mind? Live in the moment. Sometimes we get caught up in like work or a problem or so many problems that always come along. It's just whatever it is. And you think you got to do this and you got to do that. Sometimes a good skill to develop in your life is to be in the moment and slow down. Even though life is, you feel like life is telling you to go faster. Slow down, have a cup of coffee, smell the roses, whatever it is that you like to do. Slow down and get it done because living in that moment makes a memory. And if you miss it, that time is gone. So like I said, just live in the moment. Enjoy. All right. Thank you, sir. Moby. It's all uh, your mind. Embrace your feelings. Don't be in your feelings. Um, recently, um, I've been around people who have been extremely emotional about things. And it's, it's a funny thing to tell somebody like I hate when people are being emotional and somebody just tells them to get over it because that's not really a solution um, I mean we hate it when anybody just tells us that but um, you can embrace your feelings without being in your feelings like painful feelings and memories are, are yours but they're yours to grow from learn f- from and to deal with because you're an adult and as an adult it's your responsibility to deal with your hurt feelings it's not your responsibility to transfer your hurt feelings on to other people or have other people feel sorry about you for your feelings so yeah that's what's on my mind man if you if if you're dealing with something hey man deal with it be emotional it's, it's okay you can be hurt by something but um at some point in time it's your responsibility to deal with it so embrace your feelings don't be in your feelings all right thank you thank you um i guess i will in this um positivity march by basically saying hey sometimes you gotta take chances you gotta put yourself out there and in the grand scheme of things sometimes you gotta 
you gotta use your own advice you know and I think you know crossing that bridge what <laughs> I'm sorry man I, I, as you were starting to talk I felt like you were giving us like the flash Gordon, the flash speech at um the five heartbeats like I felt like you was about to be like yeah man so starting next week I'm gonna be doing a new podcast without these two other dudes <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's cold. It's, it's not AG. Didn't that sound like he was about to try to go solo yeah, on us? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I didn't want to you say know, you anything. Gotta, you got to take chances, put yourself out there. Like, damn, you about to go solo on us? Oh, yeah, I'm leaving oh. these two Negroes, <laughs> holding me back, ball and chain ass. Why? So this show could be completely boring? Nah, I ain't that crazy. Nah, man, I'm just saying, you know, sometimes you got to put yourself out there. You got to you got to take the advice that you would normally give other people. And that's, hey, man, you got to do what's best for you. And all that great positive stuff that you see on posters, cat posters. So that's what I'll say. You know, there are times in life where you got to, you know, shit or get off the pot. Yeah, that's not going to be the name of the episode. That's for damn sure. Abbott abortions, bag of dicks, and cookie edibles. No, 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 no. Black Morticia Adams, I think you're on to something. I think every time we do a show, you need to give us a tagline and we need to read it for the podcast, be listeners. So I'm going to do that. So <laughs> tonight's episode brought to you by ABC's Abbott Abortions, Bag of Dicks, and Cookie Edibles. No matter life what life throws at you, just swallow. <laughs> and an upside down face. Uh, it's like she's sad face. It's like she's doing her your job for you, Ruben. <laughs> I don't yeah. know, man. No matter what life throws at you, just swallow, bruh. That's a good ass episode name, man. Like, I mean, you can't help but listen to it. You can't help but listen to that. I mean, I, title alone. I'm just saying, when you know, when when she's right, I mean. We take the credit. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. All right. But yeah, you know, all I'm saying is stay positive out here, people. Because the more positive you are, the more positive that will come towards you. Now, if you get a whole bunch of negative view positive, then that's just your bad luck. I'm sorry about that. But hey, keep it moving. And with that being said, we like need to they- get Black Morticia Adams on the show, man. That's, I'm just saying, like she got to get on the show one day. We got to diversify the show. I just talked about diversity, man. We we need to diversify the show. We need four squares. Something tells me that might be hilarious, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Um, but yeah, so thanks to everybody for listening. Thank you to those who listen to us live. Thank you to those who will listen to us on the podcast later. Um, we appreciate the comment crew. You know, definitely keep that going. Um like to thank AG and Moby without them this does not happen at least as funny as it normally should be um remember you can always go back and see any episode live well not live but see any episode recorded episode on YouTube um five minute warning on YouTube so if you miss the episode and you like looking at our three faces that listen to the podcast you can go on to YouTube and do that um you'll be able to listen to the podcast when it comes out either Thursday or Friday where you get your podcast once again i would like to thank everybody who listens to the show right now i'd like to thank everybody who listens to the show 
on the podcast. You know, um, don't forget, tell a friend, tell an enemy, just tell somebody about us. Wow. Until now, <laughs> that's right, Black Watch albums. You know, you as well be safe and be best and be blessed. And of course, peace, love, hair grease, soul, and deuces. Email us at 5minutewarning19 at gmail.com. And also leave comments on Facebook and Twitch. Search 5 Minute Warning. Contact us on Twitter at AG underscore FMW podcast at Nugeman25 at FMW2019. Contact us on Instagram, Moby 5 Minute Warning, AG underscore 5 Minute Warning, Nugeman25. You can listen to the podcast at Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of The Five Minute Warning.